Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I lived in Bellhaven in Jackson for four years. In between graduating from Mississippi State and going to seminary. And I lived for two of those years on Poplar Boulevard. Those apartment complexes are still there. Greenbrier Place, I think is the name. And it's right next to Kiefer's. But at that time, Kiefer's was across the street. So I ate Kiefer's a lot those first couple of years. It was very easy to get a call-in order and just walk across the street, pick it up, and bring it back. But I got married, and then Sarah and I, we moved to Pinehurst Street, a couple of streets over from Poplar Boulevard in Bellhaven, not too far from the Adora Wealthy Home. And I missed my time in Bellhaven. Of course, those beautiful old historic homes and the campus of Bellhaven I enjoyed my time there. I enjoyed those four years. I do miss it somewhat. Whenever I'm in Jackson, it seems like the car just sort of takes me through Bellhaven every now and then. So living in Bellhaven for four years, I was afforded the opportunity from time to time to drive down Riverside Drive. Anybody ever been down Riverside Drive? Uh Uh-huh. It's dangerous. Sort of like a roller coaster. There's a lot of bumps, potholes. And it goes from State Street next to Bell Haven. It goes over 55. There's a bridge that takes you over 55. And right by that water treatment plant, there's a hard left. And then you go down by the Children's Museum, the Natural Science Museum, uh, the, the State Park, the Forest Bluff. And it spits you out there on Lakeland. One time I was going down Riverside Drive, I was in the back seat and I was with a couple of my friends and my buddy wasn't going all that fast, but he was talking to us and he hit one of those bumps and he caught air. And I caught air in the back seat and landed on my back and the Diet Coke I had and my hands spilled all over me. Not one drop was left in the cup. So you have to be careful on Riverside Drive. I think that's what John was talking about in our gospel lesson. He's talking about Riverside Drive when he was saying, make the crooked straight, level it off, 
Prepare a highway for our God. The rough places, the bumpy places, make them smooth. Second Sunday of Advent every year, we hear from John the Baptist telling us, but really yelling at us, because I think that's what he was doing. He was sort of a, a street preacher type figure. I don't think he was telling people, hey, prepare the way of the Lord. No. I think he was yelling and shaking his fists with urgency, telling the people, the kingdom of God has come near. Prepare yourself. Make the crooked straight through mountains, hills, made low, level it off. Prepare a highway for our God. And it gets even better next week as we continue with John the Baptist, calling people brood of vipers. So as we continue through Advent, we get John telling us, prepare the way of the Lord. Every mountain and hill made low. Lift up every valley. The crooked, make it straight. Prepare a highway for our God. That's what we might think about as we think of John's words. Maybe repaving a highway. Who enjoys going down Highway 49 in Florence? <laughs> They've been working on that for 30 years, I think. The worst stretch of highway in the continental United States. But I thought of Highway 49, preparing the way of the Lord. And when John tells us to prepare the way of the Lord, make a road, make a highway, he's talking about our hearts, preparing for the coming of Christ, making room in our hearts for the coming of Christ. A bunch of Christians here, right? In our Eucharist, we proclaim that Christ has died, Christ has risen. There you are, you're awake. Christ will come again. That is our great Christian hope. How wonderful is it that we don't have a God high and lofty, inaccessible in the clouds somewhere that can't be seen, but our God loved us so much that he became one of us and lived our life and promises to come again. God is not one of the gods of the Greeks and the Romans. No. Our God became one of us and has promised, promised to come again. That is our great Christian hope. And so, of course, as good Episcopalians, as good Anglicans and Christians, we need to prepare ourselves for that coming. God tells us, make room in your hearts. In your hearts. That which is crooked, cast it out, make it straight. That which keeps you from experiencing the unconditional love of God, make those rough places smooth in your hearts. Prepare a place for God within yourself because God's coming. God is coming. So how do we do that? Good sermon sound bite. How do we prepare ourselves for God's love to come into our hearts, for God's presence to come into our hearts? Not just at Christmas, but in any time, in any place. 
How do we make those rough places smooth? How do we make those crooked places straight? How do we make those mountains and valleys low? How do we create room for God in our busy lives, in our busy souls, in our busy hearts? A couple of weeks ago, I went to Our Daily Bread to drop off a bunch of canned goods. The Parents' Day Out program here, the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, they had a very successful canned food drive. So I packed up the car and I took all of those canned goods to Our Daily Bread. I think it was maybe either the Monday or Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. And so I was going in and out of the building from the back of my car to the pantry there, unpacking all of those canned goods that they had raised. And I was done. I was about to leave. It was about lunchtime, so the crowd was gathering right outside the building, and there were four ladies that had been sitting there watching me go back and forth. And as I was about to leave, one of them said, hey, are you going to have a happy Thanksgiving? I said, well, I sure hope so. I mean, you're with family, you know, hit or miss. <laughs> well, I sure hope so. She said, you got a turkey? I said, yeah, I bought a, a turkey breast. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to smoke it on the grill. I'm getting excited talking to her. I'm getting pumped up about Thanksgiving. She said, what about the sides? What you got? I said, sweet potatoes, macaroni and cheese. All of the fixings that my wife's mother made growing up around their Thanksgiving dinner. So yeah, we're going to have a, a, a good Thanksgiving. She said, that sounds great. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And I said, thank you. And I left. And as I was going down Highway 22 in Canton, I thought, that's the darndest thing. This lady, this lady who looks to our daily bread for sustenance, food, to be filled with good things. This lady whose very life depends on our daily bread, whose life depends on the generosity of a lot of you in this room. She's asking me, a person with resources and means about my Thanksgiving, about my turkey. And am I going to have a Thanksgiving feast? I should be asking her, what are you going to do? What does Thanksgiving look like for you? Is it going to be good? Do you have a turkey? What about your sides? I think this woman has taught me something about preparing the way of the Lord. I think she can teach all of us something about making crooked straight, leveling off those bumps, preparing a highway for our God. I think if we want to truly prepare for Christ in our lives, we have to see Christ in the person next to us. We have to love that image of Christ in the person next to us. We have to serve that person, that image of Christ from the person next to us. Loving our neighbor as ourselves, Serving others. Asking about others. Caring for others. Showing them compassion and mercy. The same love, compassion, and mercy that Christ shows all of us. We've got a great opportunity to do that here at the Chapel of the Cross. And we've already done that. Christmas in the country raised $21,000. $21,000 to be split between Toys for Tots and Our Daily Bread. 
That is making a highway for God. That is preparing room in our hearts and in our lives and in our souls and in our minds. And we have the opportunity to continue that with our food box program as we fill those darn boxes full of things that are going to lift up the lowly and feed the hungry. 700 boxes. We have the opportunity to give towards that. We have 21 angels. 21 angels this year who need the gift of Christmas. Can't see it. The opportunities are there. You've taken one already. You are here in the church taking part in the Eucharist. You are preparing your hearts already. Making room for Christ to come into your life. There are other opportunities out there. Good work to be done. There is God's work to be done. As we continue through this Advent season together, together, let us prepare a highway for our God. Let us make the crooked straight. Let us take down every, every valley, every mountain, and every hill. Make it low. Prepare room for Christ in your hearts, folks. But guess what? Christ is coming. Amen.